Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Well, I am a direct manager for a team of 12. And whenever you are a manager in corporate America or anywhere else, if you don't have people as your number one responsibility to coach them and make them successful, you're in the wrong line of work. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. Candice is currently the host of Ambition, Honey, and Hustle, a daily podcast focused on helping ambitious professionals avoid the slow-moving career and get paid for two things, doing what excites them and making a bigger impact than anyone thought was possible. All right, let's dig in. All right, Candice, can I get it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. First of all, thank you for taking the time out to share your knowledge and wisdom with the enterprisers. We certainly do appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Elsie. I'm I'm excited for this conversation. The second question I like to ask is for you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, feel free to go all the way back to the day it all started, or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. <laughs> All right, well, I'm not going to go all the way back to birth, but I will tell you about maybe some some pivotal moments that have got me where I am today. You know, I think back to when I was in my marketing operations role. So I was in a marketing operations role at G Healthcare, and that was my second time back at G Healthcare. And I had come into this role. I had been recruited out and was ready to leave from my other position, global product manager, running a two and a half million dollar product portfolio. And I got into this new role. And in this role, right, I had a, a nice title. I'm working for GE. Things are good, right? I'm I'm super feeling my everything, right? My title, my identity, my everything was this job, right? And so, getting into that role. Yeah, it was okay to start, but found myself in situations where the work was beneath me. I mean, I was finding opportunities to do things and grow and learn and, you know, finding ways to push value forward, but it wasn't everything that I had hoped and dreamed for. And I just remember that one day, it was a performance review time. And actually, the person that brought me in, that had recruited me in, the general manager, he had left like a month and a half. He had went to go work in another business connected to GE. 
And then we got a new chief marketing officer, a lot of leadership changes. So you can almost imagine where the story is going. <laughs> so either way, performance review time came. And my then manager at the time had said to me, Candace, you're doing great. It was, you know, glowing reviews, all this good stuff. And I asked him, I said, so, all right, what's up for next year, right? I'm excited. I got these ideas. We can do this. We can go here with these campaigns and do this and do that. And, and he said, let's save that conversation for another day, right? I'm putting some time on the calendar. Let's do it another day. And so for me, that was odd, right? <laughs> We're already right here. We're talking about the marvelous job I did. Why not talk about what's next right then? And so anyway, you fast forward and I got into his office and he, he looks at me and he says, Candace, we're going to be getting rid of your role. We're going to eliminate your role. And I, I promise you, at that moment, actually surprisingly, at that moment, I was kind of happy. And I was happy because I'm like, all right, hey, I'm here at this big company, this great title, blah, blah, blah. Now I don't have to wait to 18 months to find a bigger and better role. Okay, I just got released to go look around the company. But as time went by, as the days went by and weeks went by, I was finding myself in a totally different position, Elsie. I just remember sitting in the car, in my car, in the parking lot after work one night, and I began to cry. And I did so because I'm like, how did I get here? Like, I know that I'm worth more. I know that I'm talented. How did I get to this place? Like, this is never going to happen to me again. And it was that moment and even some subsequent moments that I've had up until present day that have really led me, Elsie, to the fact that I know that my identity is being Candace Spears, who was able to do X, who was able to get X results, who was able to do things beyond the walls of a nine to five. And so I need to own that identity. And I know that I'm not the only one. And so that's where I am today because I'm doing a lot of fighting for other people and not just other people I don't know, even for my own children. So I've got three girls, married, wife of one. And it's important for me that they understand that they own their identity and their identity not be wrapped up in, in titles or in people, but in what they bring in value to the world. And so that's kind of my, I don't know, without me going back to birth, that's what's <laughs> burning in my heart right now. <laughs> gotcha. Now, out of that, I heard your answer about identity and finding your identity. Would you say that's your superpower, helping people find a shape and hone their identity? Absolutely. I would say that along with how they take the next step to utilize it and make a bigger impact in the world. There's so many times when, you know, even today, and I'm currently in the process of transitioning into full-time entrepreneurship. So even today, I coach a team of about 12. Well, I am a direct manager for a team of 12. And whenever you are a manager in corporate America or anywhere else, if you don't have people as your number one responsibility to coach them and make them successful, you're in the wrong line of work. So I coach about 12 people to help them be successful. And, you know, if you were to walk up to any of them, right, or any of the folks that I've touched through other trainings in the past, I'm always trying to get people to understand what is it that you're bringing? What's the value that you bring, right? Look past what you're doing today 
Yes, I would absolutely say that's one of my superpowers of, of seeing that and helping people to realize that. Now, I have a question, but I'm going to hold off until I find the keys to these other questions. So I'm going to put a marker by this question so I don't forget to ask it. But um, if you had to give your top two things, what would you say your top two keys to success are? The first one I would say is you have to absolutely believe that you create opportunity. You know, I just LD. It was last week. I can't think of which episode number it is, but I just did an episode that talks about, are you and I will wait for opportunity or I will go get opportunity. I can't remember how it went, but basically the gist of it is if you always spend your time being prepared, preparing for things, you know, I'm creating all this content so that I'm prepared. I'm creating all this, what I want to do in my business so that I'm prepared when the opportunity comes along. If you only spend your time in preparation and don't spend time actively creating the opportunities that you can walk through, they're going to miss out. And so I think that that's a huge, huge factor in success. Either you can wait to be called upon, wait for the opportunity to show up, or find a way to create it for yourself. So that's, that's the first one. The second one I'd say is if you can learn how to help other people be successful, don't even worry about success. Like if, if you understand that the value that you bring is valuable not only to you and your own growth, but you understand that your value can be used to help somebody else move forward and you can do that over and over again, you will have success because you will have other people who are becoming successful, right? Who will both talk and say, hey, it's it's real. What she's able to help me do in my life or I was able to get here because of this and because of that. And so helping other people be successful will attract other people to you. That's the first thing because who doesn't want to be successful? Two, it'll help give you your own fulfillment, right? Because you're helping and you're impacting others doing things beyond yourself. And three, just all around, you will continue to see your value live on in other people and they will carry it on, carry it on, carry it on. So those are the two things that I would say. Episode 163, are you an opportunity will knock or I will knock person? Yes. So go check that Thank out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Get it right for anything. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So what I am dying to know, you mentioned that you are transitioning into full-time entrepreneurship. I have a twofold question. The first question is, there seems to be sometimes an attitude toward part-time entrepreneurs, and I'm doing air quotes over here, versus full-time entrepreneurs. Have you felt, heard, seen that? And the follow-up to that question is, what's that process like? What are you doing to transition from part-time to full-time? I haven't heard a lot in the way of, Part-time entrepreneurship is bad. Full-time entrepreneurship is good. It's, it's more about the freedom that's associated, right? So right now, I have on the calendar, I'm going to be in Italy for a couple of weeks. And at the time that I will be in Italy, I will have transitioned to be full-time, right? I want to go. I want to take my children. I want them to experience, right? I want them to experience that. And I want to spend some time there. And I want to be able to do that over and over again. As a part-time entrepreneur, can I do it? 
Sure. But will I have some limitations along the way? Of course. In terms of time, freedom, vacation days, those types of things. So when I talk about, you know, part-time and full-time entrepreneurship, I never speak of part-time is bad, you know, full-time is good, but I see in terms of the lifestyle that you want to have, right? It's the freedom that you want to have, the freedom to both impact as many lives as you'd like, the freedom to spend the time where it matters most, right? Whether that's with your, your children, with your spouse, whoever, right? Working in the community, whatever it is. That full-time entrepreneurship gives you that freedom that's associated with it. And so that's how I like to think about it. Sort of a freedom to impact, freedom to love, freedom to have the lifestyle that you you desire. Now, from, from a process standpoint, so for me, my transition, and it's coming up on a year now, getting close to a little less than a year, and that, that date is close. <laughs> I didn't make those. <laughs> so... So um, either way, for me, that, that transition really started with me understanding the impact that I wanted to make in the world. And I say this to everybody, right? Because one of the things that I am doing in growing my business is helping people, I mentioned earlier about the superpower and, and their identity, but also understanding the impact that they want to make and how to carry it forward. So I did that for me first. And that started with understanding who I want to serve. And I know that I want to serve people who are like me. High achieving women in corporate America who are mothers, who are, you know, wives to amazing men who do all these wonderful things, but know that they're meant for more, right? Know that they have a lot to give to the world, but are constrained in some way, right? I think about the times where, you know, my kids have asked me, LZ, hey, mom, can you stop into school, right? Can you stop and do this and come to the book fair and do this and stop and have lunch? And I haven't been able to do it because oh, I got to go do this meeting. I got to go pitch this with the executive team or do this or do that. And by coming full circle to realize what's really important in your life causes you to make different decisions and know that you can impact differently. So I first figured that out. The second thing that I moved into is, all right, so now that I know the impact that I want to make, let's get serious here. First off, I'm an entrepreneur at, at heart, a serial entrepreneur. This is actually my second business venture. I did have a catering business about three years or so ago and did a lot of stuff around Milwaukee, even at AfroFest. You may have came to my San LD at some point in time <laughs> and um, had that going on for a little bit, but I'm a serial entrepreneur and, and I like to create and I like to innovate and serve and that type of thing. So it's just in my DNA. But I had to begin to think about, sorry, I know the impact I want to make. How best can I help in this impact and how can I help in such a way, it's something that I can offer and exchange, get paid to do it, right? It's because it's, it's business, right? <laughs> it's not a nonprofit. It's, it's business. And so how do I help people with the transformation that I want to help them make, right? And then what's the transaction on the back end of it? So I begin to think about that. And as I kind of went through and, and have even involved that process, because I don't believe... There is always a straight line when you're starting this journey. If you have one idea of, oh, okay, well, I can make money this way and serve this way, then you realize, hmm, all right, either that really doesn't work because people don't really have a need for the thing I thought they had a need for, or I don't even enjoy doing the things that I'm trying to offer. You learn so many different things along the way. And so for me, I kind of made this transition between I started off down more of a social entrepreneurship path, 
into that space. And, you know, then I kind of wind it into the career space and, you know, just helping people escalate in their careers and have finally landed in that impact of the place that I talked about originally. So if anybody is listening, don't feel bad if you make those changes as part of the transition and growing process to get to the right space. And so once I began to get, you know, more clear on how I can serve and what my offer is and what it might be, it was time for me to start putting pedal to the metal, right? Start testing things. So for me, I, I would do things like I would create some type of download that reached my target audience and put it out there and maybe run ads to it. And I had even got on the phone with folks to try to understand, you know, what their pain points were for the audience that I was targeting, trying to to really test and learn to understand um, if I am putting myself in a position for a business that will thrive, that will serve and make the impact and help me with the fulfillment that I want to have personally. And then it was all about visibility. Right? So I started things, and I know before the show, LZ, you and I were talking a little bit about podcasting, but I started 166 days ago, I believe, <laughs> my uh, podcast, Ambition, Honey, and Hustle. And that too has been that evolutionary journey of, of learning, people reaching out to you and asking you questions, and maybe you pivot your impact a little bit or you pivot your offer a little bit. And you know, I also had to get prepared financially all along the way. So I took my time to say, okay, what are my numbers? Right? What what do we live on today? How do I even lower that number? Right. And depending on how fast you want to leap, right? If you, you leap before your business is fully off the ground, it is possible. But you have to know your numbers, right? You have to know where you stand and how you can afford to do that and what's your plan so that you aren't just leaping without a plan, that type of thing. So it's been a series of things for me in this, this transition. Now that I'm pretty solid on, on who I want to impact, it's continuing to, to refine and talk to people and get that business growth moving forward. Got it. There were what I call so many golden nuggets in that statement that I don't know where to start. Know your numbers, test, 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 or what do I need to make? Understanding impact that you want to have in the world. All really, really, really good stuff. You know, how can I help people and receive value in return? Keys to success. All great, great, great stuff. But as the old saying goes, time flies when you're having fun. We have to wrap up our conversation. But I don't want to let you go without you giving us an actionable step or tip that the enterprisers can use to grow or improve their businesses today. Absolutely. Well, the best step I would say is if you never heard my podcast, Ambition, Honey, and Hustle, I recommend that you go out Find it. Find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts and get subscribed. And, you know, if you want a short link, you can use ambitionhoneyhustle.com. Again, ambitionhoneyhustle.com. That'll take you straight to the Apple Podcast link. But I recommend that you get subscribed. There is so much I'm talking every day about entrepreneurship and the transition and the mindset and the money and the visibility and and all of these things. So I recommend that you go ahead and check out Ambition Honey and Hustle. I do happen to love to hang out on Instagram. So if you can find me on Instagram at Candice Beers, then that's another way that we can connect as well. Awesome. One question. So you mentioned that your transition is coming up. You said in a few weeks. It's coming up in a 
couple months. Couple months. So, are you having a big gathering, a launch party, or what's what's the deal there? No, you know what? I didn't plan to do any type of it. Like I plan to first off. So, so I am a, a bit of an, an introvert. Believe it or not, a lot of people laugh at me in my face when I say that because they don't believe me. But when it comes to when it comes to things like that, like celebrations and starting a new life, I was just going to do my own little celebration and happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 freedom. Because right, I have been doing so much building. Right, already my morning. You know, there's like three different interviews going on this week. Like, I believe in acting in the life that you want to have now, so before it gets there. And so, you know, me actually making that move out is just going to be the like, okay, great. And now I've got the rest of my time to do this and do that and all these other things. But for sure, I will want to celebrate with my audience. And you'll hear that all on the podcast and every other channel, I'm sure. Awesome, awesome. My, my time in Italy is going to be the, the, the big, like, fun. Yes, this is what you've been waiting for. So. Got it. Because potentially by the time people hear this, this will have already happened or will be just about to happen. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I would, yes, I would, I would definitely say for your listeners, stay tuned on the podcast. Connect with me on Instagram. I don't want to give you too many different places, but if you connect with me on Instagram, stay tuned on the podcast. You will you will be around for it all. Awesome. Well, thanks again for your time sharing your knowledge. Like I said, the answer and when you were talking through the transition, things to do to prepare, that is awesome stuff. So enterprisers take notes on that part specifically uh, because there's a lot of rich instruction there. So thank you again for your time, Candace. Thank you, LD. It's been fun. Enterprisers, if you got value from that awesome conversation, let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners. Reach out at podcast at enterprisenow.net with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests. Thanks again, folks, and we'll talk with you guys next time. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.